Hello and welcome to the only podcast that's all about Fort Meade, our community, and life in the military. I'm your host, Joe Nieves. And I'm your co-host, Sherry Kuiper, and you're listening to Fort Meade Declassified. And we are back with, this is episode 51. Yeah. Just just past our big 5 I know, past the milestone. It's all downhill from here, yeah. Joe. Yeah, well... <laughs> No, it's funny because we really didn't even realize we were hitting that 50 mark. I mean, we talked about it, but when it came time to record the episode, we really weren't paying attention to it. It was just like, we got another cool episode. Let's tell this cool story, you know? Yep. And there it was. It's just funny how that worked out. Yes. Yeah. And now we're on episode 51. Yeah. Yeah. Also a very cool episode today. Very. Yeah. I'm excited about this episode. But we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. So what have you been up to? You know, um, a lot of reading and reading's good. <laughs> yeah. It it is good. I reading guess. is fundamental. <laughs> it is fundamental. I'm reading a, a cool book called uh The Girl in Cabin Ten. Mm, okay. It's like What's a mystery about? thriller. Very cool. Yeah. So I highly recommend it. Yeah. I uh I was reading a book about uh the journey of recovery from post traumatic stress disorder. I can't remember the name unfortunately, but it's, it's this really good book. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely mention it in the next episode so people can check it yeah. out. Mostly oh. I, I, I like books like that about the journey to recovery. Yeah. Everybody's journey is different. You right. Know? And unique and you're not alone. Yeah. You know, exactly. And exactly. the journeys can look different. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of our service members are a lot of our family members. They deal with those journeys in different aspects or from different perspectives. Stuff like that's really good. It's a little little different from what I expected us to talk about. But, yeah, it's just funny. Like, you know, the things that we go through and think about and talk about. Yeah. You know? But I've been doing fun stuff, too, like watching Jack Reacher <laughs> and the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> I think I want to steal my stepdad's uh, password so I can watch some Disney Plus. Yeah, it's good. The book up. of Boba Fett was really good. Yeah. I mean, and you got to think, there's, there's like two generations of people or three generations of people who have experienced the Star Wars story. So it's really cool to see Boba Fett's story come into like this greater Star Wars universe that they're creating now. So that's really cool. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, I fell asleep during Black Widow over the weekend. Oh, I thought that was a good movie. Though. I think it was more me just being tired. It's than, probably what it was. Yeah. Because, was a pretty good because the parts I was awake for, I really liked. And yeah. I love David Harbour. Mm. And, you know, obviously love Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, and Florence the, Pugh was amazing in that movie. Which one is that? She's Yelena. Yeah, Bolivar. I was just going to say, I yeah. loved the, the person who played Yelena. Yeah, she's fantastic. Um, and, yeah, so... I, I'm definitely sure it was more just me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I was trying to catch up on Hawkeye. Fantastic. Because uh, I love I love Hawkeye. So Finish Black cool. Widow first for reasons. Yeah, I kind I kind of got the vibe. Yeah. I'd actually started Hawkeye first because somebody else let me watch it. Yeah. And then I saw enough of Black Widow. I I mean I get what's going on. Yeah. I get what's going on. I don't know how much you saw Hawkeye because somebody shows up in Hawkeye that you get to know more of in Black Widow. Which I is am why. up to. Is it a spoiler if I say? I mean, no, because he's been out for a few, okay. I'm for I'm now. up to uh, he's he's run into Echo. Okay, so I'm only like three or four episodes. Okay, in. yeah, yeah. You haven't gotten to the point where I'm talking about. So finish Black Widow first yeah. before you get into. The well, rest. yeah, I know people are looking yeah. for him because people I'm excited for Echo because though. people think he he killed the Black Widow. Right. So right. is Which that is what you're great. talking about? They kind they're going to come after him for that. Kind of. I mean, yeah, yeah, it, it kind of. But yeah, I'm really excited for Echo. Echo's a big deal. Echo's only the second character Disney has introduced that is hearing impaired. 
And is an amputee. And an amputee, which I thought was really great to see them. And is indigenous. Yeah. Yep. Which is fantastic. So that's like yeah. awesome. Because, yeah, yeah I, I thought it. that was really cool. Because I looked up her and the person that played her dad right. is also indigenous. Yes. And I was like, that's really awesome. So right. some great representation there. Yeah. I love to see that sort of thing. And um, And there's a lot of hearing impairment awareness in that show. Which yeah. I really like. Yeah. Because, I mean, I wear hearing aids. I know a lot of service members have experienced some hearing loss. Yeah. And, you know, or have family who are hearing impaired. So it's really cool to see that included. Yeah. I love that sort of thing. Absolutely. I, yeah. I thought that was that was very cool. And I looked up a lot about that actress mm-hmm. um, after seeing her on the screen there. So. But talking about hearing impairment... We have EFMP stuff coming up. Yes, in March. The Exceptional Family Member Program. We have a town hall coming in March. Yep, first, um, week, first week of March. First week of March, so stay tuned for that. Make sure you tune in. If you have questions, please bring them to the virtual event or post them afterwards if you can't make it. Yep, we're finalizing that date now, yes. so just keep an eye out. Yeah. But it is coming early March. Mm-hmm. Joe, you're working on a, a website or yes, a web page for EFMP. For EFMP. So we're going to take all of the, we're going to connect all the different things that you have to do and try to put it all in one place so you don't have to, you know, you don't have to Google four different pages. You could just come to the Fort Meade webpage that we're going to create and you'll be able to find all the things that you need so you know who to talk to. Yep. We hope it helps. We hope it maybe streamlines or or, or makes the process stronger. Yep. There's going to be a one-pager infograph type mm-hmm. sheet that will help you navigate EFMP. There's going to be a story about EFMP on Digital Mead. We are in the process of scheduling a podcast with the medical folks yep. who deal with the medical side of EFMP. So like Joe said, this is all like the command's effort to put it all in one spot to make it easier for everyone to navigate, to make sure everybody's on the right page and that we're all on the same page. Mm -hmm. So again, all of that is going to be coming at you early March. So just be on the lookout for town hall stories, infographs to navigate it, web page, podcast. And all of that will be stored so you can go back and revisit it and get the information you need at any time. So Really important stuff coming out, but again, that's coming in March, so be on the lookout. Yeah, we hope you're tuning in for that. All right, but today, Joe, probably two of our youngest interviewees. Yeah, I think they are. um, Because we are talking to two students from Mead High's Homeland Security Program. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is, so every Anne Arundel County Public School has a signature program, and ours at Mead High is Homeland Security for a very good reason. Right. And a huge portion of that program is all dedicated to cyber. Mm -hmm. So today uh, we are talking to two students going through the program right now, uh, Daniel Lovell and Aaron Mm O'Neill. And they're part of the Cyber Patriot team, part of the Homeland Security program. And they're here to tell us all about the program and how your students at Mead High can get involved. So Daniel, Aaron, thanks for joining us today. Thank Thank you for having us. So Daniel, I'm going to start with you. Tell us a little bit about the cyber team and what you guys get to do. So our cyber team as a whole competes in the Cyber Patriot competition every year, sponsored by the Air Force Association. It's a uh, national cybersecurity competition in which teams from all different, uh, there's schools, there's military academies, there's even private teams that compete to work on hardening different computer systems, fixing, you work across different operating systems and uh, Cisco systems to try and repair and harden different systems, complete different challenges, whatever's assigned to you. 
Joe, I don't know about you, but he's speaking a foreign language to me already. Yeah, but Sorry. for some of our for some of our people on the installation, they understand they all, they exactly all understand it. There's a reason I'm a PAO. That sounds so cool. <laughs> and we were talking a little bit before we started recording. So that those competitions you're talking about, that's all of North America. So United States and Canada, yep. hundreds of teams. I think there was something like two or two to four thousand teams in this community. Oh, thousands yeah. of teams. Yeah. Okay, oh. that's amazing. Yeah. And and Aaron, you guys did pretty well during that competition. So can you kind of like lay out how the cyber cyber patriot team at Mead High did? So we we made it to the semifinals through practicing some of the knowledge that we've acquired. We had a lot of Danny carrying, I guess, <laughs> for, <laughs> for Windows. I was in charge of our Linux portion, which was we went through and we went through the different things that we needed to fix. So this system has users that shouldn't be here. Okay. Okay. Let's fix that. This user has permissions it shouldn't. Well, let's remove those. And we ended up scoring high enough to make it through into the gold gold tier and then we went to semifinals so we got through three of the four rounds that they do yeah so you're started with thousands of teams and you make it to the semifinals which that's just that's hundreds of teams right about 500 or so teams in the semifinal round and then um then the final round would have been the top like what 20 30 in the country or north america excuse me to include canada Yep, final round is, I believe, 28 teams over, and they have it the competition over in D.C. for the Nationals. That's, Very cool. That is pretty cool That's that you neat. guys got yeah. all the way up to the semifinals and doing uh, the work that, that you do. That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty uh, it's pretty impressive. Uh, I mean, I don't know any of that stuff, you know, <laughs> not that I'm anybody special, but we work on this place with so many experts. It's great to see that you guys are carrying that torch forward, you know what I mean? So my question is, what made you want to join the team? So I wanted to join the team because I have a very big interest in computers. I like learning about them, and I like learning how they work. Specifically, I also like puzzles, and I find computers to be a big puzzle. So how do I make it do what I want to do? How do I make it do something else? Uh, So I figured, okay, there's this cyber club at my school. Might as well go over there and see what that's about. And then I, I I joined, and they started talking about something, and I was just like, this might seem like a good place to, to start learning some stuff. And recently at one of our practices, we actually were talking about the lef- different levels of the OSI model and broke that down a bit. And it, it, it's a great place to go and learn. It's something I like doing. And Daniel, before, before you answer, too, because Aaron, you just said something. So this cyber team is part of the signature program at Mead High, which is Homeland Security. And so for those listening, all of the Anne Arundel County high schools have a signature program. Mm-hmm. Ours here at Fort um, at Mead High that is on Fort Mead is Homeland Security, which is the big focus is obviously cyber. So I just wanted to, to lay that out for everybody listening so that they know cyber is homeland, homeland is cyber mm-hmm. kind of thing to get that out. So Daniel, getting back to it then, why did you join the team? So it's funny. I actually stumbled upon our team my freshman year by accident. I'm a senior now, so this is, of course, my fourth year doing it. I remember uh, they had told us the first month of school, September, uh, that we had clubs starting. Uh, my teacher couldn't find the current year list, so she pulled up one from the year previously. And I saw a name that said Cyber Patriot, and I was like, oh, that, that sounds interesting. What is this? And I went around and started asking around. Eventually made my way over to Mr. Hopper, and he was telling me all about the club. 
And it's just telling me it was Cybersecurity Club, and it sounded really interesting because I've grown up in a household that was really cyber-oriented. Uh, my dad works for the feds. <laughs> uh, he, he works. He's one of our secret squirrels around here, maybe? Yeah, he's in and out. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Fair enough. Well, we already talked about um, how you guys were going through the competition process and, wh- and where that landed. So do you guys, either of you, plan on having a career in cyber post-high school? Uh, yes, I actually, um, I'm actually working towards a CCNA so that I can try to get some cool what, internships. What's a CCNA? So a certificate that I, it, it's one of the certificates that you can get for cyber stuff. Um, if you know what it is, you know what it is. It's, it's passed all the CompTIA and it's, it's a certificate offered at the college around here. And some of those certificates, though, you and like you said, if you're in the cyber field, you know. If you're somebody like me who's not going into cyber, I don't know, and I probably don't need to know. But those cyber certificates that you're talking about, there's several different ones, and that allows you to work in the cyber field, correct? Is that like the most basic way of putting it, or is there more to it? I, I guess that's the way you can put it, yeah. So specifically, this one focuses on networking, and that's something I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll try to learn this too. But yeah, I, I plan to do that, and then from there, try to get a degree in electrical engineering and maybe computer science as well. Awesome. Very cool. How about you? I've never been 100% sure on what I want to do. I'm definitely looking at a cybersecurity-oriented pathway. Uh, not sure if I want to do it as my major or my minor. Also, I mean, I've, I've been always interested in different STEM fields. I know a major uh, career pathway I'm looking at right now is biomedical alongside it because, I mean, there's definitely crossovers between you look at medical systems and cybersecurity, especially in light of sure. recent events. But no, it's, it's definitely a major possibility. There's especially, especially around here, there's great opportunities for people going to cybersecurity. If you want to get a job right out of high school, that pays pretty well, yeah. or especially for paying for college. And it's, it's an amazing opportunity. I'm definitely considering it. Yeah, definitely. Lots of great opportunities in this area. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, and I mean, you know, being here at Fort Meade, we have obviously thousands of, of cyber personnel and everything. So... You know, being that this is the home of U.S. cyber, have you had the opportunity to work with any professionals in the cyber field? So they've actually, uh, Mr. Hopper over here has definitely gone out of his way to give us access to different professionals, especially in the cybersecurity field here here at Fort Meade. We've had people come in from Cyber Command, NSA, different uh, military agencies to come in and mentor us and teach us about the different areas of cyber. I know uh, Ms. Giles, uh, who's one of our... uh, uh, one of our mentors and one of the mm-hmm. one of the aides of the program um, out from the Air Force. She's been coming in, bringing in uh, personnel with her to come teach us. We've had everyone from Air Force, Army, Navy, Marines. Everyone uh, who could uh, could offer a hand has definitely come in and tried to help us. That is awesome. What's it like learning from from those professionals? Because nobody, no other school in the country is getting that. Like that, I, I'm very confident in saying that because we're the home of U.S. Cyber Command. Nobody else is. So what's it like knowing that literally the best of the best in this field are coming to hang out with you guys and teach you a few things? It's definitely really cool. Uh, they always have something that they can show us. Sometimes they'll look over different questions that we have and they'll be like, okay, we'll, we'll go back to that and we'll see if we can do a lesson on that. Occasionally, it does seem like they're speaking Greek. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It, <laughs> I have no idea what that feels like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but other times, it's just a Google search away, and you're like, oh, this makes complete sense, actually. Nice. So it, it's a lot of fun. They get to give us fun tasks to try to do and some cool stuff to try to learn. Awesome. Well, if somebody wanted to get involved with the Cyber Patriot team at Mead High, how would they do that? 
think first and foremost, just ask around. You don't, you don't have to be seriously involved in cyber, just any kind of interest or even vague curiosity to see what it's like. Just come seek out the team, or generally there's posters up, or someone will come ask you in your class. Uh, especially anyone involved in different, any of the computer science programs or engineering programs, you'll probably get asked at some point. Okay. We, we make our rounds trying to find new people. So if you have any kind of interest, it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. mean... Just show up for a meeting or two if you really want. It's, it's I wonder no how my life would have turned out there was something like this when we were in high school, Joe. Oh, yeah. I wasn't yeah, yeah. wasn't quite there yet. <laughs> well, it's funny with what I do in previous employments, I've actually been asked to join the uh, IT team mm. because yeah. I because some of what I do kind of crosses into their lane some of the, what they do crosses into mine and I've been tempted but I never got these amazing opportunities growing yeah. up you know so when you think about cyber a lot of people have so many questions they don't know what's what they don't have any idea what the certifications are how to even get started what would you say to your fellow students and their families who aren't familiar with cybersecurity or cyber in general Try and give it a Google search. If I want to get into tech, what are 10 things I wish I knew before I got into it? Or what are, what are some tutorials that I can find on YouTube? Recently, I've been going through a tutorial on Kali Linux, which is a distribution that I've been kind of like, okay, let's see what this does. Just look for it if you really want to do it. There's definitely a few places you can find different things. Uh, websites. You can probably find certifications at your college and just try. Yeah, and I know Anne Arundel County Community College has some great resources for for cyber, correct? A- so ACC is yeah. an amazing resource for this. Yeah. I mean, we so, have yeah. people, especially with our team, we have people of all skill levels. People come in who've never touched a keyboard before. Or if you told, if you asked them what Linux was, they'd have no idea. I think you're speaking another language. But I mean, it's it is an amazing opportunity for anyone who wants to give it a shot. It's no commitment, but the resources that it provides you and the possibilities for education and going to a career in the future are completely they're, they're the more, most valuable thing you get out of your education. Before we, before we move on to the last, I have to ask about this because I know of this existence of this thing. So I know that Mead High, you have a cyber range. Mm-hmm. Can one of you talk to us about what a cyber range is and what it is that you get to do with it? Because as far as I know, we're... Again, Mead High is so cool that they're the only ones that has such a thing. So talk to us a little bit about that because it's really neat. And from what I know of it, I think it's, it's a really cool resource that you guys have. So in our case, the cyber range is essentially just kind of a bit of a souped-up computer lab. We have a lot of higher-end computers that uh, our DoD sponsored to help provide us. We're setting up a Cisco network so we can start teaching people hands-on learning for that so they can start, like with Aaron, Aaron's case, working on their CCNA and getting that certification, which will help with employment. Um, it's just, it's access to a lot of machines and tools so that way they can start learning any, any area of cyber they really want to and just really get that feel for it. So it's like, if it, it's like practicing cyber and having like a dedicated network to practice your cyber, yep. but without actually like messing with Mead High's yeah. system. Yeah. Just, yeah. A right? closed, just a closed off network so they can practice whatever skills. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Got it. For, for, you know, our service members who are familiar with what a range is, it's essentially the same thing. It's <laughs> right. able, able to do what you're supposed to do in a safe and secure environment. Yep. That's I, I love that that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a very cool thing. And thank yeah. you for, for talking about it because I think a lot of folks don't realize that that's something that Mead High has. And yeah. uh, I don't know how many schools in the country have such a thing, but I'm betting very few. Yeah. Again, because Mead High is cooler than everybody else. So, of course, we have a cyber range. Yeah. Why would we not? 
So I have to ask, do you guys have anything special you're working on? Any kind of things coming up in the near future? So I'm actually working towards trying to start a club at my school where we would learn about uh, the CMMC model. So cybersecurity maturity model. It's something that's required for certain companies that want to work with the DOD. It's a model that handles controlled unclassified information, and it's something that a lot of companies have to go and get done. So I wanted to start a club where I could teach students how do we do this? What are the different levels to this? How do I do the basic stuff that I need to get done? How do I do the intermediate, the all that? I was going to try to start it this year, and then towards when I was getting it up and running, they put a 2.0 out, and I was like, okay, I don't have any <laughs> lesson material for this. So I'm going to probably work more towards being more flexible with that and try to get it all started and through next year. And now is that club, would that be only for kids in the Homeland Security program, or could that be any Mead High student that's remotely interested? Any Mead High student. I, I'm not picky and choosy on who I get to show. <laughs> well, and it's a, it's a good leeway to, to yeah. see if they're interested in cyber and then possibly maybe coming to the Homeland program. Is that a possibility? I mean, I, I don't see why not. Yeah, I think yeah, that, yeah. that could work. It's also open to anyone who wants to come try. That's awesome. And I, I love that openness of it mm -hmm. because, um, you know, again, I just think, you know, a lot of students don't know what they want to do until they try it, right? That's yeah. That's the great thing about it, and to, to have that ability to come and maybe join your club and see if it's cool or not, and then for them, and then go on and, and mm -hmm. do the Homeland Security program where they have access to the range and the people yeah. and everything. Yeah. Uh, that's an amazing program. How do you guys like the cyber, the Homeland Security program? I mean, it's not a question on our list here, but I'm just right. kind of like, don't worry, um, Mr. Ho Mr. Hopper's not listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, seeing as I'm about to graduate, I'm a senior now, I've... I have done Homeland Security all four years. It's actually, the Homeland Security program is what brought me to Mead High. I was cool. originally, I remember when I was uh, going out of middle school, I was kind of concerned. I didn't know what opportunities there were for me. I didn't know what school I was going to go to. And I was just, you know, worried just what's going to end up happening to me. And then a um, teacher friend of mine, Mr. Sirota, or not Mr. Sirota, uh, uh, Mr. De Silva and Mr. Sirota both brought me over to Mead and introduced me to Mr. Hopper, who came and told me about the program. Uh, all the work we do with different agencies like FEMA and DOD, trying to introduce kids to different areas of that so you can understand you know, Homeland Security, defense, and all the opportunities right. they provide. It's, it's an amazing opportunity. So you picked Mead. Yes. So you, dis you chose to come here, and you're happy with that choice. Yes. No, very I much love so. that. And for those listening, uh, Mr. Hopper is, that we keep referring to is Mr. Jim Hopper. He is the one who's in charge of the Homeland uh, program at Mead High. So he oversees the program, and he is quietly sitting here today listening uh, to Daniel and Aaron talk. Uh, but just wanted to put that name out there that if you see that name, that is who, who that is. Aaron, what do you think of the program? Are you happy with the program? Um, I have a couple of friends that are in it, and they really enjoy it. So I'd say it's a good program if you want to pursue that path yeah all right so is is there anything uh, else you would like to add uh, anything um, any takeaways just just some extra on the opportunities we have here i mean i know now that i've finished most of the core classes for home and security program there's i mean if you want certifications it'll get you some extra money going to the job market there we have a gis course for geospatial information services working with map making and satellites there we have counterterrorism course people interested in going into that into intelligence and other areas of that kind of area uh, of home and security and dod First two years was a heavy introduction to FEMA and emergency management. Students get an understanding of how, how that process works and where they can get involved. 
I know now that I finished uh, personally, I've started actually. Uh, Mead has opportunities for kids to start taking classes early at community college. Yes. Uh, start taking homeland security classes, um, security management, intelligence analysis at the uh, at Anaroda Community College. So I've already started working on my associates during my during my senior year, which is amazing. So when you graduate your senior year, will you have your an associate's degree? Uh, I won't personally, not okay. yet. I know we've had other students, but who have some, other but it, that is a possibility. Theirs. It is a possibility. So, mm. It is very much a possibility. Yes, and I know that that is a great thing that um, all the schools in Anne Arundel County mm-hmm. yeah. have the ability to do that. And I know lots of kids from other schools who've done it, and I just think that's the coolest thing ever. It's fantastic, yeah. It's amazing. Aaron, do you have any final thoughts or last things you want to add? Computers are fun. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Yeah. They are indeed. Mr. Hopper, do you have anything you want to add? Yeah, well, Sherry, you, you've done a great job of, of keeping me biting my tongue, but I'm just so <laughs> proud of these two students. And one interesting aspect I want to make note of is the resources of our Homeland Security program are available to every student at Mead High School. You don't have to necessarily be enrolled in a class. For example, Danny is full immersion. He has been with us every single year, all four years. He has done every program. He's done the college partnerships. He's doing an internship with the Reddix group. So Danny's full immersion. Well, Aaron, Aaron is doing so many other programs at Mead High School, she doesn't necessarily have the space to be able to fit our Homeland Security classes in, but she's in our Cyber Patriot. So one thing I want to make note of is, is the resources of our industry, of the base, of our, our you know, the, the wealth of U.S. Cyber Command and Northrop Grumman and the Air Force Association mm-hmm. is made available to every kid at Mead High School, not just the ones that sign up for our Homeland Security classes. So it's fantastic. I, so I feel like you're saying if there's a student there that says, I am interested in cyber, they just need to come find you. Yes. And they just need, and there are different pathways they can take. There can be a full immersion. There can be just cyber patriot. So I think that's a big driver too, because a lot of times when you hear these signature programs, you mm-hmm. think I have to start from from day one all the way. If you're at Mead High and you're interested in cyber, seek out Homeland Security, seek out the cyber patriot team and get involved. Mm-hmm. You do not have yep. to be that fully immersed person. You can be, but you don't have to be. Yeah, that, that's it. And as you heard Danny said, is he's, he's a senior and he's still trying to figure out exactly what we want to do, what our purpose at Mead High School is. It's just to give the kids as many experiences, you know, and exposure to the incredible careers in this mid-Atlantic area. We're so blessed yeah. to be here. Um, so really just trying to help the kids find their path. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as iTunes. We're also on divotub.net. If you search Fort Meade Declassified.